This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at the greatest spectacle in motor racing, the Indianapolis 500. First up to Monaco, where Mark Webber took his second Monaco Formula One Grand Prix. It's the first time an Australian has won the great race twice and he was naturally thrilled with the victory. The winner, Mark Webber, Red Bull Racing, second Monaco victory, eighth of his career and three in a row for Red Bull here in Monaco. Second, Nico Rosberg, Mercedes-AMG Petronas F1 team, and third, Fernando Alonso, Scuderia Ferrari. Mark, your second Monaco win. You won't have a closer one than that. How are you feeling? Yeah, feeling incredible, mate. It was a, a very uh, interesting race, reasonably straightforward at the start, uh, you know, getting the gap. Um, on the super softs, uh, just managing it with Nico. Obviously, we had a bit of a gap over the rest as well, so both of us were getting away. And then uh, it was just a matter of then trying to get back into a reasonable gap. Also, the the weather was threatening around that pit stop window as well, and we weren't sure if we're trying to go a bit longer then to put an in, set an inter, set of inters on if it rained or whatever. So, uh, but Nico went for it. He went early, went for the undercut. So obviously, a few people had to react to his uh, first chess move, and then. Um, then the next phase of the race was very strange because uh, it was very, very hard to get uh, the soft tyre warmed up, or the, the hard tyre in terms of prime tyre. Uh, and Seb had his obviously in and it wasn't really we wearing down that much. So uh, he was then coming back into the picture with uh, his strategy. So we were all trying to get temperature and uh, at the start of the stint, I had very, very low front grip and uh, had to manage that and move the brake balance around a few things like that, trying to get things organised. and. Managing Nico and everyone else, but then also Seb's going, hmm, this is interesting. So I didn't want him to get uh, the magic 20, 21 seconds to make sure that he couldn't do the stop and, and get the victory. That wasn't part of the plan. So I uh, managed to sort that out. Then I could then concentrate back on Nico again and then uh, get the car to the end. But uh, the rain, you know, it was, uh, as Fernando said in the car coming across here, I think uh, there was times where he was praying for rain. It was, uh, good, come on, rain, rain. Then when it started, he said, oh, no, 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 I don't want it to rain. I think it was like that for all of us except me because the first guy there is always tricky. So amazing day for the team uh, myself um, yeah so I'm really really happy to uh, to have won again here and uh, great memory for me fantastic well done Nico is so close at the end 0 0.6 seconds behind Mark at the finish line you tried a number of different things you probably hope for the rain as well but in the end I guess it wasn't to be yeah, no, I mean, in general, uh, also, the beginning was pretty straightforward. I was hoping for a good start. I had a good start, but Mark had a pretty good start, too. So that was it then. Um, and then, yeah, it was just a matter of, uh, you know, tire management and everything. And I must say, I was a bit surprised how strong we were, not only in qualifying, but also in the race. Because I think uh, in the end of the day, um, for the weekend, we probably had the fastest car, you know, out there uh, in qualifying and in the race, which is great to see because we're just making progress all the time. Um, so that's fantastic. And unfortunately didn't come together perfectly so p2 uh, could have been p1 i think this weekend but there we are and now i'm very happy with with second place of course um got a bit difficult there in the end with the with the rain and the warm-up on the hard tires but uh no i'm i'm very pleased well done fernando fifth on the grid third at the finish you're now sole control of the world championship lead does this feel like a win to you today almost well our target obviously was to try to finish in front of uh, sebastian in front of Luis that uh, they were uh, uh, with us in the in the world championship and uh, uh, if you go race by race you concentrate in different drivers and uh, next one will be Mark that now is uh, second in the in the championship so it will be interesting all through the season with uh, constant uh, developing the car and uh, the constant surprises that we are having every every race uh, you never know which one is uh, is it for Paul and, uh, and for the race win 
the race went went smooth after the start that uh, I had a, a contact with uh, with Grosjean. So uh, at that point, I thought maybe car was damaged or something, but uh, the car was perfectly fine. So I keep running and. Uh, I felt good. I felt competitive, but obviously Monaco is, is difficult with the traffic. To manage the traffic, we overtook uh, Hamilton at the stop uh, with a perfect uh, time and a perfect pit stop again. Uh, so thanks to the team, I think we are in a privileged position and well done to all, the, to all of them. Mark, back to you. The start obviously was decisive. As you say, you got a good one. It's not always been your strength. <laughs> Tell us about today's. Yeah, it went well. Uh, got uh, Got the... First, uh, first initial getaway was very good, and then uh, control after that was was uh, was good. I knew straight away that um, it was enough to uh, get to turn one in good shape. So, uh, so that was important. And then um, the next thing was the pit stop. And the guys, uh, you know, when Nico went two laps short, like aggressive underneath me in terms of um, pit stop, I thought I hope he can't get the tyres in. But I was happy. Obviously, I full trust in the guys doing the strategy that he wasn't uh, doing much more than me or, or in traffic or whatever. So uh, yeah, that was the next key phase, and then uh, yeah, and then obviously down to the driver in terms of concentration to the maximum. Over at the Brickyard, it was an emotional day for everyone as Dan Weldon, who was killed at Las Vegas after having won last year's Indianapolis 500, was the focus of everyone's attention, and his close friend and former teammate Dario Franchitti was able to honour his death with a fantastic victories in one of the most exciting 500 races in living memory. Here's the Indianapolis Motor Speedway's radio network final moments of the race. It is Takuma Sato about a 10-car length disadvantage now. He's in second. He is behind the leader, Dario Franchitti, looking for win number three. The white flag is out. Takuma Sato, the Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan driver, now pulling up on the leader. Dario Franchitti, will he make the move? No, he'll crash in turn number one. Jake Query, Sato crashes, trying to make the pass for the lead on the final lap of the race. Dario Franchitti got through that, and Takuma Sato did not. Dario Franchitti watches Sato spin and hit the wall behind him on the final lap of the race. He and his teammate will cross the yard of bricks side by side, the fist pumping. Dario Franchitti becomes a three-time winner of the Indianapolis 500 on a day that saw a record amount of heat on the track and a record number of changes 35 lead changes. Dario Franchitti, congratulations, Dario, a three-time winner at Indianapolis. What does this feel like, the emotion of winning this race, Dario? The emotion anytime is is incredible here. But the emotion of coming here and, 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 see, and celebrating Dan and... You know, seeing what he did last year and, 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 and seeing the reaction from the fans today for him. We just, as I said on TV, want to dedicate this to Dan and Michael Wanzer, two of our buddies, two of, two of the biggest fans from Indianapolis, of Indianapolis you will ever find. And um, dedicate this to them. And they were definitely looking out for us today. We got spun around in the pit lane, had to start at the back, fought our way through. This target team never gives up. And Honda did what a great job. What a turnaround from qualifying. And uh, yeah, brought the old 50 car, celebrating 50 years of target. Brought it in victory lane, and I am so proud of this whole team. And um, I think I'm going to go uh, have a good cry now. Walk us through that last lap and a half, and ultimately the final entrance into turn number one with Takuma Sato. 
Yeah, well, you know, with the, with the, the horsepower levels we got, you're kind of a sitting duck out front. And Takuma got a good run, went to the inside, I blocked, and I, said, well, I thought, oh, you know, well, I can't do that. We were told we can't. So I moved back out, and I gave him a lane in a bit, and he got loose down there, and that was it. And we made contact. I almost spun myself, but, um, you know, that was that was it. I kept my foot in and, and, and brought this this target car to, to victory lane, a 1-2 for team target with my buddy Scott Dixon. Um, Tony Canan third. I mean, what a, uh, what, a, what, a, what a great day. Our thanks to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network and their lead host, Mike King. Over in Queensland, it was a great weekend for Australian Chris Atkinson, who, running in the Asia-Pacific Rally Championship, has taken another victory and now extends his championship lead in that series to a very healthy margin. Here's what Atkins had to say after a successful weekend. It's been uh, a great all-round weekend for the championship. Um, we've got a, a good lead now, almost one whole rally worth of points. And then um, we won the Pacific Cup again, which is, is great to do. That was the one we were down for. And now the only thing left to do is win the um, whole Asia-Pacific Cup. In the NASCAR World 600, it was Casey Kane who wrapped up a fantastic triple header in the final weekend of May with a stellar victory for Hendrick Motorsport, their 201st victory in the NASCAR top-level series. Unfortunately for Australian Marcus Ambrose, who started on the front row, making all three major motorsport events last Sunday with an Australian on the front row, had a hub failure which forced him to retire early in the event after showing some fantastic speed. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.